Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright coming to you live and direct the Sports Gov from Minnesota. Keep it tuned here. Sports Done Right coming up.
Sports Talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. All right, y'all, you're two minutes away, and we are getting started. Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Keep it tuned here. Peace. Situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Hey, what's happening? I hear you, Ninja. I hear you. What's going on, y'all? Vince Rice, sports governor, back at it again Tuesday night, chilling and illing. Playoffs, all kinds of big stuff going down. Whoops, a little background noise there. What's up, y'all? Anyway, we're getting it started, man. Sports done right another Tuesday. Lots to get into tonight, man. Lots of stuff breaking here on the local front here in the Twin Cities. Obviously, we got the NBA playoffs going. We're going to talk about the NFL draft coming up. Joe Mixon going to be a Viking. You heard it. Well, you didn't hear it here first because I actually got the article from USA Today. But uh found a good article going over some draft picks and find out where they think uh, Deshaun Watson's going to wind up. That's going to be real interesting as well. Anyway, early lead for Chicago. The Bulls here up 1-0 in the series. 31-26, obviously Celtics dealing with the tragic death of their leader, Isaiah Thomas. For those who may not have heard, he lost his younger sister, 22 years old, a few days ago in a car crash, um, the day before game one, actually. So he came out, did a magnificent job, and, uh, you know, looking all right tonight. But uh, Boston's actually cut into the lead a little bit into the first quarter, 31-26, but the Bulls, man. Now, obviously, Boston has some extenuating circumstances, but the Bulls all of a sudden um, kind of looking like Bulls of old a little bit, um, you know, hitting some outside shots, hitting us a couple threes here and there, but we'll get into that a little bit later. want to say what up to the main man, Mr. Harper in the house. Life is good, sir. What's going down, sir? Out of the ATL. 
And yeah, let's welcome everybody up in here, get some proper introductions. My main man, Mr. 334 Bama Boy, you know him, you love him. What's happening, big man? From the south side of Chicago, found his way down to Little Rock, Arkansas, living the dream down there with his beautiful family. Big L, X-Squad affiliate, what's up, sir? Bama Boy, Real Cast Ranger, what's happening? Real Cast Ranger, my main man out of Huntsville, Alabama, that's right. Uh, golfer extraordinaire, uh, defender of the people. Got to say what up to that ninja. What's happening, ninja? Appreciate you stopping through. And the main man, Georgia State alumnus, one of the great graduates of that fine Institution of Higher Academia in Atlanta, Georgia, downtown to be exact. Sluggo the Hammer has joined us as well in the chat room. And I got to say what's up to everybody else out there in the Twin Cities that have been listening. Hit me up. I, you know, I'm, I actually got a few more listeners, man. So I'm digging that from the local side. So I appreciate the local folks. Uh, got some folks over in Wisconsin and Hudson hitting me up. I appreciate that, even though you're living in the wrong state. But that's, that's talk for another time. And again, all the folks up on the Northland, uh, up in the Northwoods of Minnesota that started following Sports Done Right, appreciate the love, man. We'll make sure we'll keep an extra eye out for the some University of Minnesota Duluth sports for you coming down the road. But anyway, man, Marcus Harper, that's right. He is going to be back on the airwaves. He's going to be joining us here in about 20 minutes. And finally, we're going to hear from one of the bad men out there in Atlanta GA's uh, podcasting community. See where he's been, what he's been up to. He's been missed, man. Everybody loves the Marcus Harper podcast. And make sure you follow him on Spreaker.com. He'll give you other contact information as well, man. But Marcus Harper joining us on tonight's Sports Done Right out of Atlanta, Georgia. And got to say what up to my brother-in-law, keeping it very local, about 10 minutes away from the executive mansion of the sports governor, Big Jeff Pohl in the house. Feeling good, looking good. What's happening, bro? And the man with the, uh, the lenses, the man with the cameras, he is the official photographer of the X-Squad crew out of Atlanta as well. But doing big things actually with his business all over the Atlanta metro. Make sure if you do need some uh, photographs taken, you check out Mr. EZ Does It, X Squad Affiliate. You can find information on him at xsquadaffiliates.com. What up, baby? And speaking of up north Minnesota, my main man, the boxing guru, the boxing historian. Uh, got a fight we're going to be talking about coming up here. Uh, Andre Berto. Trying to give it one more shot. But Mr. Ronald Cameron, you know him as RC out of Duluth, Minnesota. What's up, homie? Hope all is well. And hopefully it gets this, the summer starts getting up here in Minnesota, man. I, I, you know, we're right on the cusp of some good things happening weather wise. I got to get out on the golf course. RC, I know up north on the Great Lake, he can use any type of heat up there. So let's get this going, man. All right. But anyway, 
Back to the sports. So much to get into tonight here on Sports Done Right. KG talking madness against the Timberwolves organization. Glenn Taylor still upset. Still not happy with the way it ended. Obviously, nobody anticipated Flip Saunders passing. But we'll get into that in a little bit. We'll kind of fill you in. I Actually, that story is more breaking than not. So I'm still trying to get some updated information here. But KG still upset with the Wolves organization. Um, like I said, we got NFL draft we're going to talk about. Uh, Joe Mixon possibly going to your Minnesota Vikings. Got more playoffs to talk about tonight. Utah. Utah's a nice little squad, man. You know, everybody just thinks, oh, Salt Lake City, uh, boring, boring, boring. But they've they really put together a nice squad out there. So keep an eye on them. They obviously ain't going nowhere this year. But, you know, we'll talk about them. We'll talk about Golden State as well. Also keeping an eye on this Houston-Oklahoma City series. Like I said last week, a great opportunity for the Beard to show what he's all about, man, and see, you know, hey, we all know who's going to win the MVP, but, you know, he can still make a statement here. But anyway, Oklahoma City playing like I thought they play. Tiger Woods up there trying to give updates where there's no updates given. Here's his update on his back. Some days I have good days, or sometimes I have good days, sometimes I have bad days. That's it. Thanks, Tiger. Appreciate that. Oh, Tiger's done, y'all. Tiger's done. Minnesota Wild fans, yeah, yeah, we we got you covered, and I'm right there with you as a Blackhawks fan. Nobody in the hockey world expected this nonsense to break off. The Blackhawks, it took until game three to score goal number one in their series. They're down. They lost in overtime last night, down 3-0. The home team, Minnesota Wild, down to St. Louis 3-0. And St. Louis being coached by Mike Yo, the former Minnesota Wild coach, he was run out of town. And I do mean run. Hockey fans had pitchforks in their hands running Mike Yo's ass out of town. But he's gone. Resurfaces in St. Louis, gets the head coaching job after they fire their coach. And all of a sudden, man, (laughs) Minnesota Wild down three games to zero. Second best offense in all of hockey this season. You know, everybody knows about the Blackhawks and their pedigree. Got two all-world players on that team. Man, but nobody saw this coming. Because here's the thing with hockey, and this is what I try and tell um, non-hockey fans and some of the brothers I know who are actually trying to give hockey a little bit of a chance. Hockey is the one sport when it comes to their playoffs that seedings do not matter at all. Do not matter at all. All you need is a hot goalie. And you can pretty much ride that goalie all the way to the Stanley Cup. And if you can get two goals in, two to three goals, and that's what we're seeing. All kinds of craziness going on. Washington, the Capitals. They can, yeah, they're, they're clinched up as well because they're on the verge of going down again, too, as a number one seed. Best team in hockey. But anyway, um, I digress. We'll get into that a little bit later on. So just like I said, I want to welcome some of the early risers up here in the chat room. Some of the local folks hitting me up on Twitter. You can follow Vince Wright at the Big Smooth One. That's right, at the Big Smooth One. That's where you'll find the Sports Gov. You can also check out the Sports Done Right Facebook group on Facebook, W-R-I-G-H-T, Sports Done Right, my last name. 
And come on in, join the group. Let us know what you're thinking. Get your little daily sports feed. We doing it, man. We doing it. Nice ballpark in Atlanta, by the way, down there. Um, I don't know how you guys feel, obviously, with the relocation to Cobb County, but it does look nice. I, I will say that. All right, so let's get back into this. Before our main man, we got about 15 minutes for the great Marcus Harper joins us once again. Gives an update on what's going on. So Kevin Garnett, still a little salty with Glenn Taylor here. I, I You know, I, I would really love to get to sit down with this dude and really figure it out. Because I don't know what promises were broken to Kevin Garnett, if any. Obviously, he has made a crap load of money off of Mr. Taylor. Mr. Taylor's paid him a lot of money, old Glenny boy. But he, I don't know. There's just something that's still not sitting right with Kevin Garnett. So um, I'll read some of the quotes here in the story. Um, you can go, they're pretty much all over the interweb, as we like to say here. But... So I just had problems with how they were shoving this down all of our throats. The young guys, they weren't invested enough to really understand what was going on. I chose to be mute, to be professional and keep all the negative energy down. There was a bigger message I wanted to tell, but I supported it and just kept my mouth shut. And that's in reference to playing with uh, the Timberwolves team of today. I wish the Timberwolves all the best. I talked to Cat, Carl Anthony Town. And some of the young guys all the time, Garnett said. I hope they can find a special place in commemorating Flip and celebrating him properly. Um, Article then does go on. And this is from the Star Tribune, the local paper here. The organization did honor Saunders while trying to keep a young team moving forward. Um, Wore patches. Obviously, the ceremony kept his son Ryan on the staff. Um, a couple other things here and, and you know bear with me here is that like i said this story is kind of moving as we speak so i'm just kind of scamming through it uh or excuse me skimming through it here on sports done right but garnett apparently was upset with the way the memorial service was handled for saunders um interesting I was was there. (laughs) I was there, to be honest with you people. I was there, and I, very emotional night, man. I mean, you know, everybody knows uh, Flip Saunders goes deep into the Minnesota community, you know, played at the University of Minnesota, coached, won national championships at a junior college here, uh, old Golden Valley uh, Community College, I think it was here right outside the Twin Cities. So the love for him goes deep. I I really don't know what KG's talking about, but um, interesting, interesting. Uh, um, hmm, I don't know. So anyway, keep an eye on this one. I definitely will. I'll keep you updated as well because it's one of those things that, you know, you've heard some rumblings before. This is nothing new here if you're local in the Twin Cities. But I... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, we we tried to get free agents when we were here. We were the second best team probably in the West for a couple years, you know, during this run. We just couldn't get past L.A. Nothing wrong with that. So interesting. Interesting. Obviously, 
a little something going on between the owner of the Timberwolves and KG. And and by the way, folks, they did have a very, very, uh, let's just say, heated debate over KG's buyout as well. So I'm sure that's definitely playing into this um, as well. want to say what up to Big Ben, host of the BS3 Sports Show out of Dallas, Texas, joining us in the chat room, X-Squad Affiliate. And oh, by the way, a phenomenal show last Saturday on the WSME Network. So I want to say kudos to you, Ben. Great job as always. Jeff says, Star Tribune that the Wolves owner owns. I, I don't know if Taylor is in that ownership group anymore, Jeff, to be honest with you. You may, you may know more than me on that one. I'm just saying, but Big Ben says he's driving and listening to the show tonight down in the Metro, uh, the Metroplex. Geez, I wish I could talk tonight. Oh, man. All right. So what what else we got going on besides KG being upset and, you know, doing his thing? I really don't know what the point to all this is, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, what else we got going on here? We talked about Tiger Woods baseball back we won't talk baseball for probably another three weeks because the season's too damn long uh, what else we got going on here oakland by the way raiders it looks like still full steam ahead there in terms of uh, getting to las vegas and i am very very excited for that i cannot wait to go see my first vikings game um in Las Vegas. Going to touch real quick here before Marcus joins us in about 10 minutes. Uh, for my Gopher fans, get a little local news out the way here. Obviously, we had our spring game. A lot of spring games happening in the Big Ten this past weekend. Michigan, Ohio State. Ohio State obviously looking very good as they always do. Nice to see their alumni back. Cordell uh, was there. And, you know, here's the thing about Ohio State. They're going to be good. That goes without saying. Can Michigan beat them? Can Wisconsin beat them? That's what they got to worry about. And Penn State, excuse me, Penn State can't can't disrespect the conference champs. Want to give a little love to our Gopher squad, by the way. They are, as of right now, and this will change, but as of right now, and you saw it on the Sports Done right page earlier, Vince Wright, me, that the Minnesota Golden Gophers have the 10th rank recruiting class in the country. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. PJ Fleck. I know he's not everybody's cup of tea. He drives the gov a little crazy at times with this talk of culture and, you know, everything else, but. You know, sometimes you got to find one of these cats outside the box every once in a while. And if he can keep it going, going to be interesting. Big L from Little Rock says, I call BS. <laughs> you know, oh, hold up. Mike from Eden Prairie's hit me up over the direct. He says that he was not a fan of P.J. Fleck, but is starting to slowly come around on him and will make it to a couple gopher games for the first time in about five years, he said. So, see, there you go. The interest is building. 
Will they be good this year? You know, they opened up with some, you know, lowbrow talent as every, you know, Big Ten squad does. But, you know, they can have a winning record and just kind of build on that. Now, can for us, again, you got to beat Wisconsin. Northwestern is number eight. Please stop. Yeah, I wondered where that came from. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah, back to your corners on that one. (laughs) Big L, exactly. Hey, man, how's Arkansas looking, by the way, down there? How's uh, the Razorbacks going to be doing down in the SEC West for you this year, bro? All right. Um, Like I said, a couple more moments here. We're going to have Mr. Marcus Harper on. We're going to hit a little station identification before that. And when we come back, we're going to be talking playoffs. It's going to be so good to hear from Marcus again. Real cool dude. Nice guy. Had the pleasure of meeting him down at the Doug Stewart celebration there this past September in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Kicking back on the rooftop and whatnot down there at, what was it, Club Circa? Cirque? Is that what it was? Anyway, good, good times, man. Good, good times. All right, so let's do this here. When we, I'm going to reset here in just a second. This is a podcast. Big Ben in the chat room says PJ is good for Minnesota. Yeah, I, you know, I think he will be. Like I said, he's not everybody's cup of tea, but, you know, we got, we got to win. We got to beat Wisconsin. We got to start whooping up on a very, let me tell you something. No disrespect to our neighbors to the south here and then folks locally here know the University of Iowa is a very, you know, solid program. You know, it's solid. Got great fans. Uh, they travel well whenever they're in bowl games. There's nothing else to do in Iowa. So it's all about the Iowa Hawkeyes. And, uh, you know, for some Iowa State. But it's a, it's a Hawkeye state. But we got to start whooping up on them because we've lost to some very mediocre Iowa teams. You know, we, you know, if we beat Wisconsin, you know, maybe twice here, two of these past few years, the Minnesota Golden Gophers would have been your Big Ten West representative in the championship game. So, folks out there who like to give me crap about my state don't realize really how close we are to doing a little something something and that's what pj fleck talked about and got him hired here you know just like he did at at, you know western michigan get into a championship game get a solid season get a solid ball who knows what can happen I'm telling you, man, we're not that far off up here. Some boneheaded mistakes in the past, some horrible losses, and 13, 14 years now going on, losing to Wisconsin is just unacceptable. And you you heard, you heard me, man. I've given that Wisconsin a ton of props, as, and it kills me. I'm a gopher. I graduated from Minnesota. It is what it is. All right, let me get some uh, get a quick break in here before we get Mr. Harper on the line. Um, he's going to be calling in in about five minutes. So we're going to take a quick break here on Sports Done Right. When we come back, playoff talk with my main man, Marcus Harper. Get an update on what he's been up to. And also, when is he coming back to the airwaves? Keep it tuned here. Sports Done Right. Dear John. 
I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the thewaitaminuteshow.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? This is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. And after 10 o'clock, when my wife go to sleep, I'm listening to the Spicy Conversation Show. Yes, it is pure enjoyment. No, I ain't doing nothing. Uh-uh. I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Say what? No, not, no, my computer. Not, no, I won't, no. Okay. are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now let's get back to the show. All right, folks, we are back live and direct sports done right and all set, ready to go. We got the one and only host with the most. You know him, you love him, Mr. Marcus Harper on the line. What's up, Marcus? 
Mike check. <laughs> love it, man. Love it. Hey, How are you? I'm doing good, man. So good to hear your voice, man. Hey, let me ask you this. First off, where you been? What's been going on? So, you know, I cut the show. I still do the podcast, and I'm still doing the podcast via SoundCloud. My plan is definitely to move over to Stewart WSME and move over to Spreaker and all that. It's just doing it live. In order to do it live, I got to get a whole bunch of new equipment. So that's what I'm working on, getting that stuff together, and then I'm going to do some live runs, and then I will. I'll be over there very, very soon. I'm hoping by early May, planning sometime early May to make that switch. Hey, man, good to hear. We missed you. We have missed you. So, all right, Marcus. Well, hey, bro, talk to me here. The Atlanta Hawks. I want to talk because you're down in Atlanta there, and, you know, obviously you know a lot of the X squad and everything. But get your take here. What do you think about Dwight Howard, man? Because I keep forgetting he even plays for y'all down there. Well, that's the biggest thing. So coming into this year, you know, they decided to shift, go from Al to Dwight. So kind of my whole thing this year with Dwight Howard was all eyes on D. You know, what is he going to do? They gave him the money. They decided to, you know, make him the man. And as you saw this year, he wasn't an all-star. He's not dominant. He doesn't, he, you know, he gets certain numbers, but those other centers put up the same numbers. So he's not even winning his matchups. He's turned into just another center in the league. And in this Mm-hmm. And in this series in particular versus Washington, where he should be dominating Gortat, his backup, this guy Gortat was his backup in Orlando. So in a matchup like this where he should be dominating, there's only one game in, but he lost the matchup. Gortat, I think, outscored him 2-1 to one in the first game. And, you, you know, you saw the way they got pushed around in game one. So mm-hmm. that's been yeah. the biggest thing with Dwight. He's been kind of disappointing this year. And, you know, I just don't see any – Look, you can always improve, Marcus, but I just I don't see it in him, and I, I I ain't trying to talk any crap about the dude. I could care one way or the other, but mm-hmm. I think he has just been a real you know outside of his stretch at Orlando. I just think mm-hmm. he's been a, a a real disappointment. Yeah, he's been downhill ever since he left Orlando. Uh, when he was with the Lakers, you know he had a back problem. We'll give him that. Okay, back whatever. Uh, Houston didn't want him. They were ready for him to go. They've been better without him. And, uh, yeah, it, it's the, the thing that's disappointing with the Hawks is, okay, you may not be an all-star, but you have to win your matchup. You can't let Gortat pour on you. You can't let the Hawks get pushed around like that. Like, I need to see some elbows flying from Dwight, you know, and, and yeah, not I let mean, go on what went on in game one. So Make a statement, do something. I mean, you know, get the team into it, get the crowd into it, but – you know, he just – same old Dwight, man. Just same old Dwight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tell Chief I see you. Chief, what up? Hey, I was <laughs> just going to say, yes, sir. That's right. We got to <laughs> welcome the one and only Mr. Cabal Man himself, Jersey Vern, in the mix. We also got on Sports Done Right who popped up in here. Let me get back. Mr. Rough Buff, both X-Squad affiliates. And uh, yeah. Rough Buff definitely saying life is good as well. Oh, yeah, Rough, what it is. Life <laughs> is good, brother. Yes. yes. Hey, Marcus, but, so yeah. let, me get your, I, let me get your thoughts here on this um, Chicago-Boston series, man. Now, obviously, heavy hearts with uh, Isaiah Thomas and his sister passing away and everything. Mm-hmm. But somebody's yeah. got to win the game. 
And yeah. Chicago, man, I mean, came out in game one. We saw what happened there. Looking good so far in game two. You know, still close here as they're playing. But, you know, give me your thoughts mm-hmm. on game one. I mean, Isaiah Thomas did answer the bell. He, th- he threw in, what, I think 33. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tough, but I think you see it in the East regardless of record. It's Cleveland. Then it's a gap. And then it's really everybody else. Like I said, regardless of record, Boston doesn't scare anybody. Uh, I kept saying throughout the year, Boston reminded me of Atlanta a couple years ago. They may win a lot of regular season games, but you see it when you get in the playoffs. <laughs> this is the one thing I love about basketball, and, and in particular playoff basketball. Right. The attention to detail is going to be there every night now. So you're not going to have nights where you're just going to run around and they're going to let you run up and down the court and get baskets. No, it's probably going to be half court. You're going to have to execute it, different things like that. And Boston much offense outside of Isaiah, and Isaiah's 5'8", so he's not scaring teams like that any. Right, yeah. Well, that brings me to my, to my next point here, Chicago. Now, again, you know, they got a great job because a lot of people have been talking about this Boston squad, and even before the tragedy – how really they were probably the weakest one seed in most people's memory. Mm-hmm. I really felt like if they would have drawn Indiana, and, you know, they're already down 1-0 to Chicago and see what's going on tonight, but if they would have drawn Indiana, they would be in just as much trouble. Yeah, yeah. like I said, two through eight really in the east, those are, you know, shake the dice, and <laughs> depending on yeah, what day exactly. of the week it can be beat. Exactly. So. You know, in Chicago up again tonight. So, you know, let's head out west, man. I mean, obviously, I've been saying it for weeks, Marcus. It's just like you said about Cleveland, and I'll get back to Cleveland in a second. I got the Cleveland question for you. But Golden State, obviously, and then it's just kind of everybody else. Is anybody going to give Golden State a run at all? Uh, It'll be interesting to see what San Antonio perhaps does. I don't think – I think if Houston comes out of that side of the bracket, it looks like it'll be Houston and San Antonio in the second round on that side of the bracket. I believe if Houston gets there, they're going to try to out, outscore them, outshoot them, and you're not going to outshoot Stephen Clay ever. So if anybody, it would be Houston. But the scary thing with Golden State is they haven't even played their best basketball yet. Just like with Cleveland, and you're hearing Braun talk about how they're building towards this. That's the same thing with Golden State. They won 67 games, but I don't recall a stretch outside of the stretch they had when KD went down at the end of the year where they were just dominating, and, and they are building towards that. That's what makes them so scary out west. So, No, yep. I mean, it, to me it's just them and nobody else really. No yeah, disrespect. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, nice to see San Antonio after Duncan retires and – you know, they're still viable, but in the end, it's it's the Golden State Warriors and everybody else a couple steps behind, man. So let me yeah, bring it back to Cleveland. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, I was just going to say, you're right. Golden State just has too much firepower at the end of the day. It doesn't matter who they're playing. <laughs> it's a lot of people, and you can't double everybody. So This is true. Hey, I want to say what up to the very low, lovely Mocha Bella out of the 305 oh. Miami. Hey, Miss Mocha. Yes, life is good. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We got Marcus Harper, host of the Marcus Harper podcast on SoundCloud, soon to be back over on Spreaker and also with WSME as well. 
So yeah, I'll be back soon, family. Promise. Coming, coming exactly. over to the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network very soon. Exactly. And also got to welcome the big man himself, Truck D, Tennessee volunteer fan in the house as well. Uh, getting on me about my Chicago Blackhawks here, Marcus, uh, since Nashville's whooping them up. But um, yeah, exactly. We, 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 we'll move on from that topic, my brother. <laughs> we'll move on from that. So Marcus, you know, let me just real quick here get to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I'm real interested to hear what you have to say about this, I don't know, downfall or, you know, hiccup or whatever you want to call it with them. Um, I still think in the end, just like you said, they'll be there. But, you know, what are your thoughts on the way they ended this season? Well, I can tell you this as a Laker fan. Once you win championships and you make deep runs in the playoffs the way those teams do, it is tough to to go through the 82 games and dial yourself in and and put the urgency that you're going to play with in May and in June, put that forward in February. Especially when you've been through it so many times and you're like, look, we're just trying to manage ourselves. They dealt with a lot of injuries. You know, guys in and out of the lineup, they probably didn't have their starting five. The guys you're seeing out there now with Kevin Love and J.R. Smith and all those guys, they probably didn't have them for a majority of the second half of the season. So, again, you're dealing with a veteran team that knows we're trying to play our best ball in May and June rather than February, March, and even early April. You, you know, Marcus, it's funny you mentioned that because I was listening on the drive home today back to the old Gov Mansion here, and mm-hmm. one of the local guys was talking about this is uh, LeBron's, I think it's 200th playoff game. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he's been doing it since he was 18, but, you know, you got 82-game regular season, um, you know, what, another 20 games roughly to win the championship. You're playing over 100 games. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for a long, long time, man. And I think just, you know, maybe a little wear and tear starting to creep in on the guy, you know. But Mm -hmm. um, like you said, I think Cleveland does it in the end. Yeah, it's just the urgency. It it doesn't kick in. Again, being a Lakers fan, Shaq used to very much, you know, it's well known now how much he would take off. Hey, he wouldn't show up till February. He wouldn't show up till after the right, end of yep. the, you know, the beginning of the next year, new year, you know, to start playing and, and build his way up. And that's basically what you see with Cleveland. Well, let me let me talk because I'm a Laker fan too now. So, what do you think about this squad out here in LA? Obviously, Magic Johnson's back. What are your thoughts on Magic? Is he really going to be able to to turn it around? Is he going to turn into Phil Jackson too, trying to run this thing? Well. Truth of the matter is, they're a long ways away. So, regardless of what happens this offseason, he's going to try to do something. He, the word was today he's talking about going to get a superstar, and the Lakers have always had a superstar. It's not going to get fixed overnight because you really don't have much you're working with. So, it's going to take time. The, the thing is, they have to, absolutely have to, get that pick in the top three. If they don't have that pick in the top three, it is going to go from bad to worse. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's rock bottom now. You know what right. I'm saying? It can't yeah. get any worse really than what it is right now. It's rock bottom. So you have to hope you have to hit on your pick, whatever you decide to go with, you have to hit with that pick and get a starter and get somebody that may not contribute next year because he's going to be a rookie, but 
hopefully you get a starter, you know, out of that pick and impact right. player. And then, you know, when, when the Paul Georges and the Anthony Davis and all these guys come up for free agency, that's where Magic and Polinka, the former agent, they need to be pitching L.A. and the lineage of the Lakers and Hollywood and whatever they need to to get, get people to sign up. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. Again, Marcus Harper joining Vince Wright, the sports go for a few moments here on Sports Done Right tonight. So glad to have Marcus back over the airways. Everybody, life is good, as you see in the chat room. Uh, yes, this, hey, man, you got to trademark that. You do got to trademark that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I've got some T-shirts coming. Don't tell nobody. Exactly. Don't tell exactly. anybody. I want to yeah. see it with the yeah, little yeah, copyright yeah. C down there at the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, Marcus, let me ask you this, man, because um, we haven't talked so long. I, you know, I got to get your Atlanta take on this Super Bowl real quick. You know, obviously mm-hmm. we saw what happened there. But, I, again, just want to get your thoughts. 28-3, to lose the yeah, game. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Still, still too soon, damn it. <laughs> but <laughs> it was, you know, it was just still it's tough to explain you know, you've watched sports. I've watched sports. I was actually out in the city. I went right to the heart of downtown where, like, okay, if they win this, they'll be out here. You know, this is where people will come and, and, and riot or do whatever they're going to do. It's going to be right here in the heart of the city, whatever. And it's just hard to explain getting your guts ripped out like that. <laughs> like, everyone <laughs> yeah. thought it was over. Everyone thought it was over. And to just watch it slip away like that. And, you know, at whatever point you realize, oh, they're about to blow this. They're about to blow this in the most epic fashion possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, tough to watch, man. It was yeah. tough to watch. Exactly. Guts ripped out. And, you know, it was kind of funny, speaking of football, I see Danny Amendola actually took another pay cut today to stay with the Patriots, too. So that was kind mm-hmm. of interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He won't stay on that train. He knows oh, yeah. they got why leave man why leave Mm -hmm. now let me ask you this before i before i let you get out of here man again i thank you so much for taking some time with us Um, man thank you for having me oh hey man you got the number anytime you want to call in or or pontificate man you you got an open mic here right on right on now let me ask you this man um Oh, where did that? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kind of going through the chat room here. There was a question that somebody said that I wanted to get your thoughts. On. Oh, Carmelo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bang, bang, uh, banging strippers. <laughs> la, yeah. la 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 leaving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah yeah yeah. And he's the butt of Phil Jackson's life too. I mean. Yeah. And, I mean, the truth of the matter is, and we just went through this with the Lakers. I was actually talking to some Knicks fans about this. And the truth of the matter is, Melo is an aging superstar. And I don't wish them on anybody. Just went through this with the Lakers, with Kobe. And it's, what do you do with an aging superstar? Because they have to be willing to step aside. Melo needs to be willing to step aside and let them build the team around Porzingis. But the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, Melo is no longer a three. He's more of a four. Porzingis is a four, more than he is a five. So it truly is time for Melo to go. But he has a no-trade clause. He has his contract. He has 
everything that comes with Melo, not even this off-the-court stuff, because outside of this, you know, this recent drama and everything in TMZ with him and his wife, Melo has been, for the most part, drama-free. Yes, that's true. Very true. So, you know, yeah, yeah. What do you, where, do, where do you go? I, I, I said this earlier in the year when they were talking about around the All-Star break. I felt like Washington, if they were willing to come off some of their pieces, and of course not Beal or Wall, or, or Otto Porter, for that matter, right, right. but somewhere like that. But wherever it is he goes, Melo needs to understand, I'm no longer the man. Being the man, I've been the man in New York for the last six whatever years it's been, and I was the man in Denver, Denver yeah. and I didn't get far being that way. So try, time to try something new. Do you think he's up for trying something new, Marcus? I don't think so. <laughs> Have you seen I, there's nothing that Melo has done in his career that shows me that he's willing to step aside and, and share the spotlight with anybody else. Hmm, okay. Well, the folks, and I, I, the thing is, I keep looking in the chat room here. I'm waiting for Jersey to, to <laughs> pipe in here. Oh, no. Jer- Vern knows the truth. Vern knows the truth. Vern talks that. <laughs> he knows the truth. Is. Vern, Vern knows. <laughs> Vern knows the truth. Shouts out to you, Chief. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Oh, man. Well, listen, Marcus, I'll let you get out of here, man. Um, like I said, yeah. I just wanted to have you on, and we missed yeah. you. Well, hey, yeah, check yeah, you yeah, out yeah. on SoundCloud. And, again, before I let you get out of here, tell the folks where they can find you and how they can follow you. Right on, right on. So if you want to hit me up, I'm definitely on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Splash Brother. It is all one word. It's case sensitive. I'll put it in the chat. It's at Splash Brother, capital S on Splash, capital B on Brother. I'm going to continue to do the show. I'm going to do a show, probably will be out tomorrow night uh, from SoundCloud. I'll continue to do the weekly podcast there. And I'm looking at, in a couple of weeks, probably beginning of May, Mother's Day, somewhere around there, because my show is, I've talked with Doug, and I'm looking at Saturday mornings for doing my show live. So announcements to come regarding the live stuff, but I'll continue to do the show. I'll post it on SoundCloud, and I'll definitely continue to support WSME and everything you got going on for sure. Oh, man. Well, we, hey, we're all there for you as well, homie. So, and oh, we'll, we'll be listening. in touch moving forward too. And obviously, we're gonna hook back up and uh, crack some beers down there September in Atlanta, for, GA. Yeah, for sure. All, all right, man. Appreciate you. Thank all you. right, man. Take it easy, brother. <laughs> all right, life is good. What? Yeah. Yes, life is good. Marcus Harper in the building. Appreciate him coming through. I want to say what up to Clay Davis joining us. No pull out mellow. Back to your corner with that Clay Davis. Clay, what's happening, my man? Appreciate it again. Make sure you check him out on SoundCloud. He's going to be coming back home to Spreaker and WSME as well. Marcus Harper, Mr. Harper, thank you so much again. Ooh, I almost knocked the drink over here. Sorry about that. Life is good. Man, life is definitely good when you're Miss Mocha Bella living down there in the 305. What's going on, Miss Mocha? Thank you for joining Sports Done Right tonight. Oh, beautiful, beautiful day here. Uh, Well, not here in the Twin Cities. I'm waiting for summer to arrive, but just things are going well, man. Um, Like I said, um, work's going well, life's going well, feeling good. Hopefully, 
Um, doing some things this summer, might be moving, trying to get the house on the market, things like that. So it's all good. Hope everything's going well for y'all out there as well. Hey, we got a game going up here in Toronto all of a sudden. 98-95, Toronto was up for, um, uh, they were up kind of, I won't say big, but they were up comfortably for a quick minute here. And now all of a sudden, here come the Milwaukee Bucks. Still plenty of time, two minutes, 50 seconds. And it is a one-point game, Milwaukee. And the Bucks, by the way, fear the deer, Togo. Della Vadova, there he is. Anyway, the deer coming back, and they're already up one nothing in that series. So, Mr. Harper, oh, not a problem. Again, thank you for coming on. Uh, Clay says Mello would have to restructure his deal, and why should he, Phil, mess the Knicks up? Yeah, Phil Jackson, and, you know, we will go on and on and on about Phil Jackson here. Coach or leave, man. Coach or leave, because he is not doing anything in the front office for New York. Um, And and shame on Dolan, man, for just, I don't know, just kind of putting up with it. Trust me, if I was the owner of the New York Knicks, this wouldn't be happening. At this point, it, it doesn't even seem like Phil wants to be there. But I'll digress to my New York Knicks uh, super fans out there. Of course, Jersey Vern um, as well. So, all right, we're going to get into our uh, first break here. Spin a couple tunes. Um, like I said, oh, this weekend, Twin Cities, my local people, Bunkers Bar and Grill. That's right, the guitarist extraordinaire from the time, Mr. Jesse Johnson. And we'll hear a little bit of Jesse's music as well. But Jesse Johnson's going to be in town. He's doing three nights down at Bunker's Bar. Um, I cannot wait. I'm going to go either Friday or Saturday trying to figure out my podcast schedule on the boxing show. I might have to record that show. But, yeah, man, I cannot wait to see Jesse Johnson this weekend. Obviously, it's the anniversary, first anniversary, I think officially Saturday of Prince's death. So there's going to be a lot of musical celebrations going on here. And, well, you know, just can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right, y'all. So let's do this. We will be right back. With more sports done right. Keep it tuned. And I all got to welcome. There he is. <laughs> yes. Repping his New York Knickerbockers. The one and only Big Apple Bastard. That's right. Big Apple by way of New York. But living in the wonderful city of Charlotte, North Carolina. I want to say what up to the man, the myth, the legend. What up? Y'all, I'll be right back after this break. Vince Wright, keep it tuned. Sports done right. XSquadAffiliates.com. WSME, everybody. I'll be right back.
Votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back. What's happening, everybody? Chat room of blazing. We got, oh, got a little Back feed there. All right. Big basketball games going on. Toronto up by two, holding on. Chicago, Boston is tightening up. Third quarter there, 56-53. And I got all eyes north of the border here. Fear the deer. And we will see if uh, Milwaukee can hold on and uh, complete a comeback. 23 seconds left. Stay tuned. Anyway, Vince Wright. Hey, man, we the five people of the great state of Minnesota want to say what's up. To Mr. Cedric Galloway joining us in our chat room. What's up? And Cedric, you know, speaking of Cedric, big Raider fan, make sure you check out our fine friends over at IE Sports Radio. Big Larry B over there. He does a show called Pirate Radio. You can follow him on Spreaker.com. Be right up your alley, said, and man, Detroit, or excuse me, Detroit. Woo, Lowry just buries one. 104-100, 8.9 seconds left. Toronto, Jurassic Park is on fire. Looks like they may even up the series as they head back down to Milwaukee. All right, Bama boy, as a matter of fact, um, Minnesota has eyes on my nephew in football. Bama boy says, Bama, we need to talk, man. I'm telling you, and uh, Bama... I, 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 let me say this, and yeah, Big Apple Bastard says Lowry came through tonight, absolutely, but Minnesota's taking a lot of good players from Georgia, and I was just telling uh, our friends over at uh, um, a couple of other shows about that and telling them to keep their eyes on Minnesota. Hey, man, yeah, keep us updated, Bama Boy, if you can. Um, through, let us know his name, and uh, we will keep an eye on the men's Trust me, we need all the help we can get, even though we are sitting at number 10, apparently, for right now in terms of recruiting class. How Northwestern's number eight again, I don't know. But thank you for sharing that uh, information. Chief Rocker says that just stops the sweep. Toronto up four, probably over, says, uh, oh, where are my manners? The one and only host of the Cooking with the Microwave show, again, out of the Metro uh, ATL area as well uh, at work, but his ears are on getting in the chat where he can Hey, one of the nicest bros. You're going to ever meet Mr. John Fisher again. Thank you for tuning in. And to end the show tonight, a little later on, I thought it'd be, you know, I'm Prince is my favorite artist. As I said earlier, coming up to the one year anniversary, the city actually is about to be, on fire with a lot of purple parties. Paisley Park's got some VIP stuff going on, and plus they're opening it up to the uh, some parties here on Friday and Saturday. Jesse Johnson, like I said, is playing down at Bunker's Bar 
Um, one of the great music spots in town. If you're just an old dive bar, so it's going to be real good to see him. And I can't wait, man. This is going to be a lot of fun this weekend. Me and some of my peeps going to be hanging out, taking it all in. Um, paying our respects to the Purple Man. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. Obviously, we all love Prince. You know, to end the show here for a little bit, I'm just going to play some B-sides from Prince's career. Um, because that was the thing with Prince, and we would always say that up here. We would go out and buy all these remixes, the 12-inch remixes back in the day. Man, a lot of his B-side stuff was better than the A-side. So we're going to share some of those songs with you as well, a couple of the hits. Uh, just a little way for the sports governor to pay respects to his favorite musical artist of all time, the local hero, Prince Rogers Nelson. But until then, let's get back to the sports. So series tied up, Toronto 106, Milwaukee 100. All right, man, let's talk a little NFL football here. Now, again, I wanted to get to this article. It's a two-round mock draft that's um, actually, I thought it was USA Today. It's actually in CBS Sports, their website. (laughs) Before we get started, yeah, he's back. Hey, he's actually trolling me, so maybe he's feeling good. Uh, Life is good, Grego, from... That's right, the one and only uh, Brockton, Massachusetts area, now down in West Cobb County. Grego has joined us, New England Patriot fan number one, doing big things. Hope all is well, homie. Greg Finney. So anyway, let's get back to this. Uh, by Dane Brugler. And again, CBS Sports. And I thought it was interesting because basically I'm, for my hometown team, I'm going to start with the Minnesota Vikings. He has Joe Mixon coming to us. Um, it's bye-bye Peterson, as we know. And I am real interested to see if that comes to fruition here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Are the fans going to be willing to, I don't want to say look the other way, are they going to be willing to give this guy a shot? Supposedly, after um, assaulting a woman, punching a lady, supposedly doing all the right things. We're all for second chances in this country, so we're going to find out. But um, let's take a look at some of the other teams here and see who, this writer from CBS Sports has going in the first round. He has Miles Garrett, the defensive end from Texas A&M, going to Cleveland. Be very interesting because um, <laughs> nice to see them pass on the quarterback for a change. Mitch Trubinsky, the quarterback from North Carolina, he has going number three to Chicago. Now, the thing is with the Bears, obviously Cutler is gone. They need some type of spark to get any type of life in this organization right now. Um, they went, signed, what's his name, that Mike Glendon, is that, his, is that his name? And gave him some money. But be looking to draft the quarterback and looking for someone sooner rather than later. And for the lovely Mocha Bella, let's see where they have Miami at in this uh, mock draft. 
Again, sports done right. Vince right here coming to you on a Tuesday night. Okay, Mocha, they have you guys taking Forrest Lamp, who's a guard out of Western Kentucky. Um, good player. That's really about it. The New York Giants. Now, here's something with the Minnesota Twins tie-in for Jersey Vern. The New York Giants, and quite interesting here, Giants fans, because I know Big Apple's out there as well. They got your team taking Patrick Mahomes the second. That's right, the son of former Minnesota Twins pitcher and um, very solid pitcher, Pat Mahomes, the quarterback out of Texas Tech, who has uh, built a very stellar career down there, somewhat under the radar. But now the Giants need to win. They need a quarterback, apparently. And, and even if we didn't have this Eli stuff going on right now, they still, you know, Eli's been around for a minute. Got to start thinking about replacements, looking at the future. Who's going to get Beckham the ball? So they got the New York Giants taking the quarterback from the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Kansas City Chiefs at 22nd. Oh, there he is. I was waiting for this phone call. Hold on. What's up, Jersey? Damn, boom, second. Guess who's in the room? Chief Rocket Jersey growing in the house. All right, now, Jersey, before you get started. You got to keep it clean. Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> Just somewhat. I, I got new people listening tonight. I don't want to say, but I got some new people listening tonight. But what do you Uh-oh, think, okay. Patrick Patrick Mahomes II? What do you think about the quarterback wait, 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 with everything going on? Let me ask you a question before I answer your question. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. Is these people adults? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, I don't. No there, problem, there may man. be some kids listening, but if they are, I don't know about it. So that's my cover tonight. All right. Oh uh, yeah, I got you, man. Ain't no all problem, right. man. Ladies and gentlemen, Jersey right. Vern, go ahead, Jersey. <laughs> hey man, we don't need no rookie quarterback right now, man. We got Josh Johnson and uh, Geno. Josh Johnson and Geno gonna learn from Eli. You know, Eli got a quarterback, Kim. Uh, well, it's not really his. It's Cup Clips and uh, Archie. It's their camp, and they teach us all young quarterbacks, you know, quarterbacks that want to get some help, veteran or whatever. They teach them how to, you know, play the game. So I believe Geno and Johnson is going to be down there in that camp with them, you know, because Becker went down there to catch passes for him the first two years of his term with the Giants. So, I mean, it's a helpful thing to sit back and learn from somebody that's been there and done it, you know. So, I don't see us picking up no rookie quarterback. We need a tight end, for one. Uh, there's a couple of them in the draft we can pick up that can come and start right away. But we already got the, the guy from your team that all we need him for is a block for the backs because he's going to be an H-back type <laughs> yeah, joint. Exactly. You know, so. Hey, all do you, we need do you think AP will sign? Field. Do you think AP will sign with the Giants? I mean, seriously, you think? Because, uh, I mean, he's running out of options. He ain't actually got any options for uh, what it sounds like. Hey, man, what my, what my boy told me, right, and he ain't steered me wrong yet, he said, we AP last option 
due to the point that the only reason AP wouldn't come to us because we ain't going to give him what he wants. But we the last option because he know that we just a player or two away from going to the bowl, you know. So yeah, as far as um, what he's doing now, I don't know what he's doing, man. But you know what, AP, if you want to get with a winner, you need to get your ass in there and sign and um, learn that playbook, man. So um, you can go ahead on and do what you got to do. That's what hey, else you get the ball. Let me let me run this yeah. by you. What if he resigns with the Vikings? The reason I throw that out there, yeah. starting to pick up a little traction back here in the hometown of the sports governor. You know, just a few people starting to throw uh-huh. it out there. You know, hey, if, well, if, you know, if he's obviously he's tested the market. Um, you know, we were, you know, we've talked uh, very briefly about Joe Mixon coming in and possibly being the Vikings pick in the draft. Um, right, but. To bring him back at a cheaper price to therefore mentor Mixon. Oh, by the way, Oklahoma graduate or Oklahoma player as well as AP. Right, could be the interesting little twist there. And and you know, I doubt it happens, but you know, you never know. But tell me, son, if you AP and you know you was going around on a tour, right? Because the team that you was drafted by don't want to really give you the money that you feel that you're worth, why would you come back and, and sign with them? Tell me that. I know uh, I would. Uh, you know? Chief, because he ain't got no options. I mean, honestly. It, oh, he's got options. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you something. What's that? A, see, AP ain't putting out his business out there. He just to say, I'm going to go check out this, I'm going to go check out that. That's the only time you know when he's making a move. But right now, he's probably back door doing some things that people don't know about in the media because he's tired of the media messing them up. You know, or AP heading up to New England. Um, you know, well, he get up there, you know, Belichick ain't going to take this, ain't going to take that. So right then and there, just dampen his his thrill of getting what he wants. You know what I'm saying? So uh, now he's probably just keeping it quiet, talking to people behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? He's doing a Mad Young show, you know. <laughs> <Right>. And, um... <laughs> You know, he's just trying to get his thing right, man, because he will be signed with somebody. And believe me, and I got a feeling that it may be us, and if it's not us, we don't care, because we're going we gonna to get what we need in this draft, because we got quite a few picks. Right. And, you know, Giants do good in the late rounds, third, fourth, fifth, okay. sixth. Um, our last Super Bowl, we had about five people from the third round to the sixth playing in the Super Bowl and doing some damage. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, it's never a problem with us, man. Um, Jimmy Reed is the most underrated GM in football. He never got GM of the year, executive of the year. Right. And he should have been got it, man, for what he had done. But uh, it's, it's all good, man. And by, by, by the way, uh, my Rangers is up 2-1 with 42 seconds left. There you I go. I just want to let you know that. Oh, yeah, exactly, because you, know? you know my Blackhawks, are the, it looks like they're going to be bowing out here along with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a room for you, Vince. I'm taking a picture of it. Yeah, <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I know you will, sir. But let me ask you, <laughs> hey, um, what are your thoughts on Carmelo? You know, we talked with Marcus Harper a little bit earlier here in the show. Obviously, the you know story breaking over uh, TMZ here the past couple of days. He's knocking up strippers. Lala's leaving. What's going on with Melo? Uh, man, last last I noticed, man, uh, 
Carmelo was all man like the rest of us out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, we don't know what Lala not doing for him. You know what I'm saying? That's just like well, you uh, know. You actually, Jersey, you bring up a very good point. In in all seriousness, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Um, right. You know, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I, but, it's um, just more of a timing thing too, because obviously with his run-ins with Phil yeah. Jackson, and now this story breaks. Well, well, this story. Only reason this story broke is because the media. Uh, not all of them, but some of them is on Phil Jackson's side as far as oh, getting Melo out that. of New York, yeah, right? Absolutely. Sure. So what's the best thing to do? Best thing to do is get in there talk junk about Melo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The negative stuff to get him out of there. But I'm going to put it to you like this. Celebrities have a target on them at all times, right. you know? I watched this show. I'm not going to say the name of it. Uh uh, his wife is an entertainer, you know what I'm saying, and the brother is a manager, right? Okay. Uh, he's supposed to have got this chick um, pregnant, right? But um, this is my thing, right? This is my thing. Um, everybody can spread the news, right? But everybody can't spread how you really know this is the real deal about the situation, you know? I mean, because... A lot of times, man, shit get out there, and it ain't you. It, it could be somebody true. else, exactly. but it's you because you with the girl or you've been seen with the girl, <clears> so <throat> it's you, you know. But, um, hey, man, I know Melo out here knocking down, but you know, that's Melo business, you know what I'm saying, and whatnot. You know, if he ain't like the cheat, you can tell my business. I don't give a damn because you know why? <laughs> I just keep on moving on, you know. You that's go. real. But it, it's all good, man. He going to do – he going to be all right, man. Um if I was Melo, and this just me talking, you know, never know what he feel, right? But if I was Melo, I would play it to the limit. I will play it to the end of the summer, man. I just let this thing go until we get closer to training camp, you know, and make the Knicks really sweat on this situation. But he ain't got to go nowhere because he's all gone. He can That's stay there yeah. and continue training the Pazingas. Well, you know, and what do you think? I, now, I don't know if you heard uh, Marcus Harper earlier. He said Ooh. that the Knicks need to start kind of reframing the team around Porzingis. If Melo can kind of, you know, put his ego aside and, you know, maybe not be the man anymore, maybe there could be some good results. And then I asked him about possibly uh, Melo, if he did ever waive the no-trade clause, who would he possibly look at signing with? And Marcus didn't think he would really want to go anywhere to kind of be uh, the second piece, or, so to speak. So what do you think about right, that? Right, right. Um, okay, that's that's some good points you just brought up. And my thing about Melo staying there, Melo should stay there. You know why? Because Melo, to me, unless we get a point guard in the draft, Melo, to me, was the only one getting Pazingas the ball where he needed that. Because Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, yeah, they talking about Melo a black hole when he gets the ball? Derrick Rose is a goddamn backyard. He don't even know how to pass the ball, man. I ain't seen Derrick Rose throw a decent pass this season out of all the games he played. Yeah. So he's supposed to be the point guard. He couldn't. He wouldn't even throw the ball to Pazingas, you know. But um, Melo, to me, is the um, one that's, Influencing this young guy, man, because Melo got him living over. You no, know, Melo got a like a big loft apartment buildings, and he got a boxing. Um, he got a, a a training facility down there where you box and do all type of other stuff, 
right? And he had Pazingas in there working out, you know? So this was just the first year of him doing that uh, before the season started. So imagine if he go there all summer and work out, because Melo do the same thing. He, mm-hmm. he works out. He's trying to get his coordination, keep himself together, but you know he's getting up in age. Now imagine if Melo get this man right. That's what Melo wanted to do. Melo was real good friends with Pozingas, and a lot of people don't know that, right? Uh, if Melo can get him right physically, right, Pozingas is going to be the truth because he can, and this is one thing they need to do. They need to teach him the post. But how are they going to teach him the post? When you got young centers they brought to the team, like right. the big, the guy Hernandez, he's going to be the bomb, man. He worked out this uh, summer, man, because he can hold down that middle. So Pazingas is still going to be the five, you know? So this is my thing. He'll kill any five because he got handle. He know how to use the glass. He know how to drive. And then he can shoot the three. So well, if they okay. just work on him playing a complete game, then – I mean, I don't see nobody really stopping him, man. That's real. You know, the, the young boy's going to be good, man. And uh, I like his game. I like his attitude because New Yorkers do not scare him. He's the only guy I know, European type, came to New York, and New York did not run him away. I hear you, man. Now, hey, Jersey, let me ask you this because um, I, I definitely want to get your thoughts here on uh, some of these playoff teams. Um, Cleveland, right. you know, comes back game one, barely ekes one out. Do you think Cleveland, I mean, like me, uh, Marcus seemed to agree with me here. It's kind of still Cleveland and everybody else, obviously with um, the situation with Isaiah Thomas's sister. But before that even that tragedy even happened, Jersey, like I was saying, they were still being thought of as one of the softest number one seeds we've seen in a long time. So what do you think there about the Eastern Conference for the playoffs? Uh, is it Cleveland coming out again? <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you this, right? Cleveland, lucky they got Indiana. But yeah. we don't know what type of Indiana team we're going to get when they go back Jersey, home. Jersey, and again, right? before you continue, let me say something. It's funny you say that because Marcus literally verbatim said exactly what you just said about them having Indiana. Go ahead, sir. Okay, so they don't know what type of team they're going to get when they get back to Indiana. So, if anything, Cleveland should squeak this out, right? Squeak this series out. But this is my thing about Cleveland. Next round, I'm looking at them playing a Washington Wizard team that has two guards. Bill's going to have to end up matching up with LeBron, right? right. Because that's how it is. Because LeBron is um, he's a, he's a, he's a shooting guard, right? But where the problem going to be is, will Kyrie be able to handle walls? Kyrie going to score, but is Kyrie going to be able to get walls up? And, you know, Walls is like a energizer bunny, man. He's up and down the court, up and down the court. He plays defense. So this is where Cleveland going to really get tested the next round because um, the Wizards can bring people off the bench. You know, they they, they a little deep. And um, if Cleveland bench can't match the intensity that the Wizards bench bring out, I see that thing going seven, and it's going to be a toss-up at the end. And the Wizards may just squeak that shit out, man. And see, the reason I say Wizards, because the Hawks ain't going to give them no problem. The Hawks is done. They're done. They're over here tailgating already, right? <laughs> you know, they got the mayor coming out and whatnot, right, you know. Right, right. Uh, and see, they didn't even play game two in, in Washington yet. The mayor coming out, welcome home to Hawks, you know what I'm saying? They can be down 0-2, but they doing the proper circumstances 
for them, and, and they ain't did shit. You know, I ain't never seen no shit like that, man. Well, you, you know, know, and like I said earlier, man, I I keep forgetting Dwight Howard even plays down there, so. Chief, oh, that's I, another I, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, all, that's a whole story, different man. show, actually. Yeah, yeah, you, that's a show by itself, for real. Exactly. You know, well, and, Jersey, and that's, a, that's a sad story right there. It Very is, sad, man. It is know? because when you think about him in Orlando, man, the first few years, it right. was like you know the 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 next force Sack of again. nature, man. Right, another sack coming up. Yeah, and all you know? of a sudden, man, once he got out of Orlando, it's, it's just gone south for him. You know what it is? He couldn't keep his back in his pocket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just got happy. You know, I don't think he got that much when he was in high school, man. That's why it. You know, you, you ever know when a kid, like, you probably don't know this sense because you ain't grew up in the city. Back in the city, oh, right? Well, well, hold on, uh, hold on. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Oh, yeah, that's Jersey. right. You were from Chicago. That's right. You like L. And, and, and even here the in the mean streets And went to these little country sites and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he, Jersey, let me tell you something, man. I, yeah. I, I saw more. I can, I can almost guarantee you because I spent my summers in the south side of Chicago where all this nonsense is going on now. So I get uh-huh. it. I get it. I know what you're saying, but don't forget, you know, everybody sees this nice, lovable Vin man here, but I come from the deep, deep despair of the west side of Chicago, man. <laughs> yeah. But see, the, the the point I was about to make is, back in the city, a lot of times, mothers used to keep their kids in the house from going out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that means when they get out of high school, they was like, buck wild. You know, everything out there, they was able free to do because... They, the first thing they did was went to college or the service to get away from their mother because their mother kept them in the house all the time. I had cousins like that, right? Mm-hmm. So once they got out, they went, wow, that's what happened to Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard wasn't getting nothing in high school. I can't tell you that. All Dwight Howard did was play ball, play AAU, and he was with Miles and Pops. Because, for one, his father is a state trooper. His uncle was a district attorney down here. And I don't know what his mama do. She probably do something big, too. So he had people making money. You know, they protected him. So when he got into the NBA, he just went buck wild because he didn't go to college. You know what I'm saying? Right. He went buck wild. So that's why he got all these kids. Mm-hmm. He's knocking down anything that's out here that's loose, you know, and he ain't concentrating on basketball. Right. That's why his game sucks. He worked with two of the biggest, biggest people that can teach you how to play down low as a big man and still ain't learned nothing. You know, so it's like this, man. Milwaukee and Chicago, no, Milwaukee and Cleveland going to be in the next round playing each other. And not Milwaukee, um, Milwaukee another bracket. Uh, the, the Wizards and uh, the Cavs going to be in the next round playing each other, man. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the game or series that really wears LeBron James down, man. Because he got to do it all. He's going to have to do it all in that series. You watch and see what I say. Good point. Good point. And by the way, it's official. Your Rangers have tied up the series two games apiece, uh, two to one tonight. Mm-hmm. Doing big, yeah. whoa, big things. Yes, right. Now let big me go in the chat room here because we got a couple people making some comments about what you're saying here. Okay. Uh, looks like Bama boy he bet microwave John Fisher that Boston would lose to Cleveland, and now they might make it. So, hmm. Uh, let's see uh, here. Big L says, Chicago. "Yeah, yeah, that's what he meant." And uh, Big L says, "Cavs gonna be uh, 
watching the NBA Finals. Washington is ready for the next level. Now, you know, Big L's been on this Washington train here for a minute, man. You know, and I was watching this. You know, you know what, you know what train, you know what train Big L really been on. Uh He been on the train where he don't like Cleveland. He don't like LeBron. So he gonna pick whoever they playing to knock him out because he don't want to see LeBron them in the championship. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, which I don't blame him. It's too strong. You know, you get tired of a man bragging about how many finals he went to. But out of them finals, how many championships he got out of them finals? Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, you know, that's been you know what big, saying? That's the big knock. You know, him. you sound like the Braves. Sound like the Braves. The Braves said, we won 12 Eastern Con- Eastern Division championships. But then, how many World Series did you win? One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, so, you know. I mean, hey, but uh, it, it was all good, bro. I mean, it's definitely all good. This is the best NBA uh, playoff it's going to ever be, man, because you got t- eight, you know, the HC teams playing good-ass ball. Because look at um, Portland, right? Right. Not Portland. Portland, no, Portland is the number, uh, what the Portland is, number seven or six? I think they're seven. Uh Portland playing. Who Portland playing? Portland playing to Golden State, right? Yeah, Portland playing Golden State. Yeah, they Portland's are. number eighteen. I was right the first time. Right. You know, I've been I've been sipping a little bit, man. So, you know, I'm trying <laughs> yes, to focus in. Right. I'm trying to focus in on you know <laughs> who's who. But Portland hey. is. I was right the first time. Hey, Portland's what you sipping on tonight, by the way? Oh man, uh, my son left me some of this Jack Daniels I had, man, because you know I was stressed out of energy. So I wanted to stay on some brown tonight. So I'm drinking this Jack Daniel. Maestro left me a little corner left in there. You know what I'm saying? Nice. You know, you can't be nice to people these days. They come drink up all your shit, you know. <laughs> but it's all good, man. I, I enjoy them brothers being here, man. Nice. But, um, yeah, Portland, if Portland had anybody on the front line that knew how to play any ball and slow goddamn Draymond, 82, pearly white-ass teeth down, you know what I'm saying? Because he showed all 82. Every time he get out there and he's doing things right, he'll smile to the moon. But um, if, if they can find anybody that can put him down, their two guards is killing Golden State, man. Right. Okay. I mean, they scored 77 points between them. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's like damn near all his points. So when is the rest of Portland going to step up? That's what I'm trying to figure out. If they ever was to get in the game and play ball like their guards playing, I think they can do a little damage, but Golden State right now is on a um they on a course where they they ready to go ahead on and um yeah, finish what they didn't finish last year, but they got a long road to go, man, because oh, I yeah. see San Antonio getting better. Yeah, and that's the thing too. You got you definitely gotta keep an eye out on the Spurs. Um, you know, I don't I'm still you know, I, I like what the Rockets have done over the past few years there, just in but terms they ain't of winning going games. Nowhere, but man. yeah, they ain't going nowhere. And obviously Oklahoma is just uh, all Westbrook, and that's really all about, you know, they ain't doing nothing either. So, Um, oh, we got to say what up to Denise Milk and Cookies joining us tonight. Oh, oh, yeah? Yeah. You got some milk and cookie tonight? Tell milk and cookie I want my milk warm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, put me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyway welcome aboard lovely denise from wonderful selma alabama hey jersey yes, real yes, quick yes, here, yes. man before i let you get out of here i got a couple more questions again we got the chief rocker jersey Vern on the line with the sports governor 
Um, we had our little spring uh, football games here. I, I actually was checking out a little bit of the Ohio State festivities there. Um, looking good as always, man. Um, how oh, are you yeah. feeling early on about them Buckeyes? Oh, man. Hey, listen. I told y'all last year that we had a lot of freshmen starting. And then we had, on the bench, we had redshirt freshmen. So all they was waiting for is those little bit of seniors we had to leave. This team is going to be a young, fast, and talented-ass team. Y'all wait and see. Bama 3-3-4 Bama, Bama boy, and Grego, you know what I'm saying? And everybody else that hate Ohio State, boy, y'all going to be in a lot of crow this year, man. Ohio State going undefeated, baby. And, that's, and you're hearing from Chief Rocker right now. They are going. And this is my thing, though. I don't want Barrett to start quarterback. Barrett needs to switch his position like um, uh, my boy, uh, where hold up, what's his Braxton Miller did his senior year. Switch position, Braxton. You can be a backup halfback or you can play the slot back. You know what I'm saying? But get off that quarterback tip, man. We got two nice quarterbacks. We got this brother that's there, and then we got the 6'4 Caucasian guy that was there last year that has a nice rifle arm. See, we need somebody back there with an arm. Our receivers are so fast. They had to come back for balls last year, man. But JT... I don't, I don't know, man. JT just ain't got it, man. You know, that's just point blank, man. You know, quarterback is not your game. You put, anybody can play quarterback. I played quarterback in high school my senior year, but we had too many running backs, and they ain't had time to be fighting to try to get no goddamn time to play no game. We had we were six deep at backs, man. You know what I'm saying? Good-ass backs. So I changed my position my senior year as quarterback, man, but I had an arm. You know, I used to play, you know, in the streets, man. We used to play – a lot of ball in the streets, man, you know. I mean, in the streets where the cars is going. You know, right in our neighborhood, we used to play football, man. I used to throw that motherfucker through the wire. Oh, excuse me, I forgot. This is a piece of show. I used to throw the ball through the wire and hit Joker on the, on the stride. You know what I'm saying? See, people always say, Chief Rocker always got a story. Chief Rocker always saying it. But I tell you one goddamn thing about it. You can ask anybody, and I can bring people on my show and put them on the spot and say, listen, tell the people out there, what type of player I was when I was young. I ain't got a line. Why I got a line? Right. You know what I'm saying? Line don't get you nowhere. You know? But, um, yeah, man, um, I played quarterback my senior year, man. You know, it was an alternating thing, you know, but I got a lot of time, and a lot of the guys used to get in my line, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, before the game, you know how you're warming up, you know, tight ends, receivers with the quarterback. A lot of guys used to get in my line, but they wanted to get some workout before the game. They wanted right. to get some nice passes to them, you know, just to see if their hands was on. And whatnot. the other quarterback, he used, to, he used to throw wobbly ducks and shit, you know. So he had the less people in his line. <laughs> and that's some real <laughs> yeah. shit, man. No, that's I some real you. shit, man. Well, hey, you know, Jersey, so. man, that's why we love you, man. You got the stories. You've lived the life. Um, you know, hey, I love the video with mom the other day, too, man. She, you know. I agree, man. I'm going I'm to I'm continue to do that, man. But I want to let the people know that, you know, she's doing this thing because everybody prayed for, you know, throughout the time. So I said, no, no, I'm going to just let people see that you're progressing and you're getting better, you know, because I haven't wrote no posts because I haven't had time to really be on Facebook. But, you know, between working two jobs and out here running, taking care of her stuff, my stuff, going to see her, washing her clothes. I mean, I'm doing it all, bro. I know you are. I know you are, You know, so when when I get a chance to sit back like this, you know, have me a couple of drinks or something, you know, 
or, or eat me at dinner once in a while, you know. I try to take advantage of that, man, you know, and whatnot. All I need is one of them dancers to come and get on this pole I got in my room and then everything <laughs> behind. To you. <laughs> <laughs> you a fool. You know Jersey. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, what you got going on this weekend down there in Atlanta, baby? What's going down with uh, Jersey? Well you know well you know that ninja be in town, right? Oh, okay. Well you know that ninja well, how you ever hold up. Have you ever knew the joker that's gonna come in your town uh. and dictate how the thing's gonna go? No, Ninja, you coming to the A, all right? When you come here, we dictate it because you don't know what's our schedule. He come out, well, Friday, I'm going to get the prime. Here you go. This is Ninja voice. Oh, well, Friday, Friday, I'm going to get um, the family all settled in. And then um, <laughs> I'm apply, I can have some lunch with y'all or something or do something. No, man. Friday, you spend that with your family, all right? Saturday is my day off, and everybody out here day off. Saturday, we just get buck wild. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't dictate how we going to do this. You come to the A and let us set you out for your birthday. You don't come down here tell me how you going to do it. You don't dictate no days. And I know that ninja listening. You know what I'm saying? If he ain't somebody running past and that Chief Rocket got something to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Chief. Well, you know hey, what man, I mean? I, I hear you, dog. I hear you. But thank you, man. I'm going to let you run, brother. But before you leave, tell the people where they can find you. Um, you know, you got about 30 shows on here. You know, um, but man, everybody just loves you. I, I'm looking in the chat room right now. I'm, I always, and Jersey, let me tell you something, man. And I want you to know. Yeah. This. The, the the Minnesota people that have listened to the show that may not be in the chat room, but, you know, they'll send a direct message or email, whatever. Always. It's you, your name, first and foremost on everybody's mind, man. So I just wanted you to know that, homie. Wow. I feel a little blessed about that, man. Yeah. But you know where to find me at? All you got to do is hit the podcast. And if you see that beautiful picture up there that says <laughs> the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Burn. Just hit that and come on in. You can follow me today. Just go in the chat room and see my picture and hit it up, follow me, so you know what I'm on. I ain't got to put no oh, email address. It's AtlantaJersey at Yahoo.com for all the people in Minnesota. One word, AtlantaJersey at Yahoo.com. Email me. Hit me up. We can we can kick the bobo. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, you know, I like to read emails from time to time. But anyway, man, Vince, yo, man, keep doing your thing, man. I got to holler at dollars, man. I ain't have that would get out of the hospital. I seen Dollars on uh, Easter Sunday on Facebook. I happened to be strolling through. He had a white jacket on in the car, cheesing with his 82 white teeth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and whatnot. And, but he ain't called a brother and say, yo, man, I'm, 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 I'm doing all right, man. You know, I'm out of the hospital or nothing like that. I'm going to get on, man. But, um, yo, man, do your thing Sunday, man, on the WSME show, man. Yes. We'll be actually, out here support you, man. I, I'm going to be talking yeah. with him tomorrow. I'm going to be talking with Dollars and Cents tomorrow. We were texting back and forth today. It looks like the brother's feeling good. He's kind of back in a good place. And he does want to get back on the air very, very, very soon. So who knows? Right. Maybe if we can do it Sunday if he's feeling up for it. But if not, yeah, you're going to hear from Dollars real soon. So he'll be back. Right, right. Hey, Dwayne Wade is killing uh, Boston, man. Uh, it looked like the yeah. Irish is having no luck. And um, Big yeah, Al and something. you and, um, and and Queen, y'all getting y'all Chicago dream. And with all that, man, I'm gone. All right, you heard him. The one and only Jersey Vern, people.
He is the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Jersey Vern. Appreciate you coming through, my brother. All right, let me get into the chat room here, man. The chat has been on fire tonight, and I appreciate each and every one of y'all coming through here, uh, spending some time with us, loving, and, you know, I mean, I can go on and on. You see the chats in here. Uh, Jersey, well-loved. Clay Davis, the no-pull-out mellow man, says Portland about to get this damn broom action from Golden State. I tend to agree. I tend to agree, even though Jersey brought up a good point about their backcourt. Big L says they're talking about KD's knees messing up. He's questionable for the next game. And actually, little birdie told me that he's uh, they're leaning more towards sitting him in this next game here as well. Uh, Grego, warm milk, Chief trying to go to bed early. Nah, man, nah. You know the Chief, he's going to be up sipping on that brown for a minute. Clay Davis uh, says the Cavs would play the winner of the Raptors versus Bucks in the second round. Again, I want to say what up. There's Big Mike in Prairie, Minnesota. Hold up, direct message. Not um, not a KG fan after uh, his latest tirade. I still love what he did for our franchise, though, but don't understand where all this hate's coming from here recently. And again, uh, Kevin Garnett not happy with the uh, way he went out here in Minnesota, apparently with the owner, Glenn Taylor. And let's see. Oh, got to welcome our main man, Real Cast Ranger, in here. Uh, the one and only. And glad you're back here. We haven't seen Gary in a couple weeks. Gary G. Money Joiner. What's up, Gary? Appreciate you coming through, my man. Gary doing big things with the everyday people show now mr harper here read the kg story or he says read the kg story very interesting yeah uh we're gonna keep our eye on it like i said man um i I don't know what's going down with kg where this acrimony's coming from but he does not like the way the memorial was handled for flip like i said they were going back and forth on the buyout as well so yeah man who knows who knows this is a podcast. That's right. Vince Wright, Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. This is Sports Done Right. The voice out of the north is me, Vince Wright, the sports governor out of the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. We talk Minnesota sports, Big Ten. Of course, we talk on the national scene as well. But, you know, it's sports with a up north flavor as the gov likes to say so all right man we're gonna be starting a little prince little dance party here to end the show shortly so if you want to hear any prince tunes in particular let the gov know i'm gonna be playing some b-sides here some stuff that you may never have heard of uh or you haven't heard in a while uh, things like that so keep it tuned here we're gonna have some fun and i'll be interacting throughout the music as well i ain't going nowhere so it's not like i just got some tracks to play and i'm gone so keep the chat room alive if you guys want to hang out we can keep commenting on the sports that's going on like the Jer- like jersey said here man um boston boy Ooh, boy uh 102.86 just under six minutes left there's still time but they got to get going now um, we'll get you some stats on on that game here as it draws to a close. 
Um, as well, want to say what up again locally and give some props to the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> Irvin Santana doing big, big things. Oh, buddy, look who's here. The one and only first lady of clean carpets who thinks for some reason that I walked on her newly clean carpet with the shoes. That's right. Uh, Gov, uh, we had uh, some folks come through the executive mansion today. Take care of the carpets here of the sports people, the sports population. And I did not. Angie is uh, here. I'm. If, hey, if she keeps talking through the glass, I'm not giving her any props. Sit down. Go away. Yeah, though, who are you looking at? <laughs> oh, Angie over here tripping, y'all. That's right. Anyway, the first lady of Minnesota sports, Angie Wright, is home with the wonderful first daughter, Sydney, from AAU basketball practice. Everybody saying what up to Angie in the chat room. Oh, man, she's tripping. She is tripping. I have not walked on any carpet with my shoes on, especially carpets that were cleaned today in the Govs Mansion. G Money Joiner, how the Mets going to do this year? Gov is in the doghouse tonight. Oh, please. Back to your corner, woman. <laughs> doghouse, Angie says. Oh, well, you're you're right on the other side of the door, honey. You're more than welcome to step into the studio. And if you got something to say, you got an open mic here. The Gov does not censor the opposing point of view. And I approve that message. (laughs) Oh, Denise says, yeah, oh, man, Angie. You see what the Gov has to put up with, people? You see what the gov has to put up with. Let me tell you something. She's a uh, she's a keyboard warrior. You know, she can sit there and type all day. She won't come on the microphone. I've given her the the courtesy of having the open mic. She'll continue to type away, I'm sure, in that chat room, but she will not step up to the MIC with the gov, Sir Vinny V. That's the V-I-N-N-I-E, rapping for Minnesota University. Oh, my inner fish came out for a minute. Damn. Do you know how many germs are on the bottom of your shoes? Gross. Oh, Lord. Hashtag gov approved. That's right, Denise. Clay. Clay Davis. Vince, you better be nice to Angie. Otherwise, you won't get that closed door action this week. <laughs> Clay Davis, I'm going to leave that one alone, my brother. But um, let's just say I ain't too worried about that anyway. (laughs) No more wrestling with Angie this week, Vince. Yeah, exactly. That's right. The Gov does got some bars. See, when the Gov throws down, Denise, it comes to me in spurts. You know, I'm not a true professional like, you know, John Fisher or anybody. But every once in a while, I can bust off. I can get you for about two verses tops and then i just sound you know like i got the marbles in the mouth you know um mush mouth from fat alba (laughs) 
Clay is on to something, not on something. Big L says, yo, first lady, I see you. Yeah, Angie over here tripping tonight, y'all. She is. Uh, Let's see here. Let's get an update here on some basketball for you. Again, we got some games going down tonight. Bulls, let's see, 105-92. So it looks like they're going to hold the fort down in Boston, go home up 2-0. You got to wonder, if not for the tragedy that uh, has fallen the Thomas family, if this might be a little bit different, but... Chicago playing good basketball all of a sudden. Uh, late game tonight, you got Utah out at uh, the clip joint. Los Angeles. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about before I, I play some of the music here. It's got to be the last hurrah for the Clippers. Great. A lot of highlights. A lot of fun ESPN moments. You know, good guys, supposedly, and until... Uh, Blake Griffin starts beating up trainers. But it's just time to blow that one up as well. Maybe let CP3 walk across the hallway and actually become a Laker the way it should have been in the beginning. I still don't get why Stern vetoes that trade, but regardless. Vince already know better than messing in that. Oh, God. Big L. I don't know about you, man, but back to your corner, homie. Best worst team ever in L.A. Hey, now that we agree on now, Big L. But, yeah, they got to blow this one up as well. I mean, this is going nowhere. Uh, Griffin, he can't stay healthy. CP3 can't stay healthy. And they've had their shot. It ain't going to be this year. You know, do you see anything improving in L.A.? Uh, who's the part that they bring into the L.A. Clippers as currently put together that puts them over the hump? I, I Look, I, the Gov ain't going to pretend to know because I don't. That's all I'm saying. I don't know who you bring in, so maybe just start all over there as well. You know, Marcus talked about it earlier. You can go across the hallway for the the Lakers. You know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good couple years there of retooling and Magic using all his, uh, well, you know, his, uh, you know, juice, so to speak, in, in terms of trying to get free agents to come back out there and resign. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Is it the rebirth of the Lakers or does he pull a Phil Jackson or is he somewhere in between? We're going to find out. But I think it's all over for the Clippers. They have done a very, obviously, a very admirable job of uh, elevating the brand by all means out there. They're no longer just, you know, that old clip team that we used, that I grew up making fun of that, you know, would win 10, 12, 20 games tops. Grego in the chat room, all of them should leave and let the Clippers go back to being the sorry Clippers Go to the Lakers, Chris Paul. He should. Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> Honestly, I do, man. All right, so I know it's starting to get a little late there, especially out on the East Coast, man. So like I said, I just wanted to pay a little homage here to my main man, the Purple Warrior, Big Prince in the house. One year as of this Saturday. And um, 
Yeah, it is. Uh... It has uh, been one year. Man. Still kind of weird to think about. Alrighty, so just getting some stuff set up here. All right, folks, like I said, I'm going to be hanging out. So if you want to hang out in the chat room, feel free to do so. If you want to hear something, let me know. Um, thank you guys so much on the sports tip. Like I said, um, looks like Chicago will. Yeah, they're definitely going to hold on. They're up by 16. Um, get ready for that Utah game. Keep your eyes on that. Turn the volume down. We'll play some music. Check out the Utah game. And uh, Tiger Woods is still not playing golf. So with that being said, keep it tuned here. Vince Red Sports Governor. Oh, hold on. Big Apple Bastard right away here. Ask the nine to say blow up the Clippers when the franchise never won anything. That, that is true. Clippers went 30 years without making the playoffs. This run should be applauded, not vilified. But I know the real <laughs> black coach media always say blow it up. You no, you know what? You you bring up a very good point, um, Big Apple. I it is to be lauded. It, it is to be celebrated because, like you just said, and I just said, you know, and uh, Jungle or Big Apple, excuse me, is the same age or in the same neighborhood I am age wise. We grew up with the Clippers being a joke from San Diego to their move up to L.A. And they should be celebrated for the success. They fill out the you know they sell out the joint. They do win games. They do make the playoffs. But they're just not going to win a championship. And uh, that's all I meant to say. So, all right, folks. So let's get it started here. We'll keep it going with Purple Man. This is Vince Wright Sports Gov celebrating our boy Prince. We miss you. Rest in peace. And we're going to try and get out for a little Jesse Johnson here this weekend as well. So we got some coming up for you too, Big Apple. Stay tuned.
If you know how to party, say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But if you ain't hip to the rare house quake, shut up already. That's a fact. Housequake, come on. 
Vince Rat the Gov here. This next one is for Big Apple Bastard, the song that started it all for the Gov of Minnesota. To the Podfather. Can you? 
starring in a movie called Amore. Three quarters in a glass. I see you smiling ass. Let's flip them on my stomach. We marry my ass. Ooh, I be like, yeah, man. Cause I want the main thing. Whatever comes flowing after that is yin yang. Damn you. 
right, y'all. Keep it peaceful out there. We love you. Take care. Rest in peace, Prince. Have a great night, everyone. That one's dedicated to all of us. That was great.
Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.